0: All right, let's get right down to something that actually you might be interested in because it could affect you in the future. Maybe when you go to get uh, drugs, if you're traveling to, you know, inoculations or drugs, if you're Um, going to a foreign uh, land and you need some uh, vaccines or or the like. The Ontario government is uh, following up on something the 2017 uh, Liberal government amended. It was uh, a law to allow uh, registered nurses to prescribe some medications, and then they tasked the college with researching and designing the necessary regulatory changes. Ontario government now looking for public feedback on this proposal, that will give registered nurses more power as far as prescription goes. Uh, this this could include contraceptives, immunizations, uh, maybe smoking cessation drugs. To talk a little bit more about this, Doris Grinspin joins us. She's the CEO of the Registered Nurses Association of Ontario. Welcome to the show.
1: Thank you very much for having us.
0: Okay, so this was um, amended, this law in 2017, and we've been waiting. Now here we are, 2019, and nothing's really changed. We're waiting for feedback here on this proposal. What are you hoping it will look like?
1: Well, first of all, let me tell you that this is a good example where consecutive governments are moving on something. So what we are actually hoping for is that the current government, that Minister Christine Elliott and uh, Premier Ford actually move, that we move to open the access to registered nurse prescribing for the public, because it is inconceivable that this already exists in the UK, for example, for 15 years, 15 years, and that here in Ontario we are still sitting on it. So we are delighted the government has decided to move. Uh, We are looking forward for an announcement. This is good for the public. There is no sense for issues like wound care, like smoking cessation, I mean, for God's sake, even count over-the-counter medications that you and I can take without asking anybody, and ARN cannot give to a patient that is asking uh, in a hospital in the middle of the night and needs to call for a physician for the Tylenol or whatever, right? So this needs to move fast. This will help with the new uh, Ontario health teams that want to wrap around services around patients and the public this will actually improve access for the public in a timely way. And I see this as the beginning. I mean, if you look at issues that are not included now, like ear infection, that the nurse, we are actually, we can arrange, can now look at an ear and tell you if there is an infection or not on a kid that is crying and even telling you. here. And today.
0: you weren't allowed to previously?
1: No, no, none of this is allowed. And this is, the beginning, right? Uh, in the UK, RNs prescribe a much, much larger category of medications than what the government here will move for. But I see that a step in the right direction. Let's just for for once move and not wait two, three years to move to something that other countries are doing very successfully for a long time. So this has
0: been happening. There's precedent set. It's been going on in the UK for 15 years. So we're going to start a UK, small...
1: Australia... New Zealand, you name it.
0: Okay, so we're going to start out small. And and where are we going to start? Like, what kind of prescription drugs are we talking
1: about? So, for example, contraceptives, right? Uh, immunization, uh, smoking cessation, when people are trying to quit smoke instead of waiting and waiting. Um, uh, wound care, um, uh, to, uh, items to do wound care.
0: So previously, uh, if I'm wounded, say I walk in and I need stitches, is that what you're talking about when you talk about wound care?
1: Wound care is if you have an, a, a, a wound that is si- showing signs that needs to uh, have deeper treatment that the RN actually can start that without asking uh, anyone else? And let me let me just uh, uh, interrupt, if I
0: could, thing. Doris. So if I come in with this wound, I know I'm fixated on a wound, but come on, look at me
1: here. I'm a mess. Yeah, I got this wound. I can Are give we... you the example because I had it. Okay. I was cut on a finger, uh-huh. and I knew I need I needed tetanus, right? And no, there in in my uh, primary care clinic could not do that without the physician. But they probably well,
0: had the tetanus shot there, but they weren't allowed yes, to
1: administer it. And, of course, if it mm. passed 10 years, you know that you need another one. I know that as a nurse. That's why I basically said I need to see the nurse. So is this, no
0: about, is this about convenience for the client or cost-saving measures?
1: Well, no. I wouldn't call it nor convenience, not cost-saving. What's I it for? I would call it access. Okay. This is about you not missing work or not needing to go through hula hoops to see the physician or the nurse practitioner, which already have authority, for something that is very common, simple, that an RN can do. So this is about access for you uh, that will facilitate your life, and it will open then the access to the physician better, to the nurse practitioner better, because they will not be doing things that an RN can do.
0: Right. And so what is going to be off the table? Give us something that, you know, an RN wouldn't be allowed to do under so these new regulations. Off
1: the table at this point and that in the UK is already on the table for 15 years mm-hmm. is, for example, first-line antibiotics, right? So lab tests, lab tests. Take, for example, a senior, uh, a resident of a nursing home that they're in is seeing that the, pers- the the urine is murky, The RN is seeing that this resident is getting confused because when you have a urinary tract infection, you can actually get confused, and many elderly people do. do, Mm -hmm. And that that RN cannot do the lab test, right, to actually identify there is a urinary infection and a first-line antibiotic needs to be given. Instead, the patient either is waiting for the physician that they don't come every day to... The nursing home or for the nurse practitioners that not all nursing homes have, even though they should have, right? And so what do they do? They put the senior in an ambulance or in whichever means to go to the emergency room.
0: Which sounds expensive.
1: Well, it's not only expensive, it is very expensive, but also it confuses seniors even more. Imagine that every time you have something in your home, this is the home of seniors. Every time you have a thing in your, uh, something in your home, you don't go to primary care, right? Or the RN that comes to do your home care visit anyways cannot do anything and they send you to the emergency
0: Well, room. I would imagine as well that would be horrible for your stress levels. Horrible.
1: horrible. They come back with pressure injuries, pressure ulcers, because what happens in an emergency room, not everything, people cannot attend to everything quickly. So more urgent things should be more urgent. This could be treated in the nursing home, and it's not because those RNs don't have that authority. Any pushback
0: so, from any any uh, buddy in the medical industry on you guys getting more expanded uh, prescription powers?
1: Well, let me tell you this. Anybody that cares about really wrapping services around patients, about facilitating access, about making the system more efficient, efficient and more effective, and yes, also more cost effective, should be totally on side with that. Anybody that will complain about that is either because they don't understand enough, if it's someone from the public they may not understand. Oh my gosh! I will not see the doctor or the nurse practitioner. So we need to explain more. But I, I don't hear that type of uproar. Nor do I hear any, quite frankly. But anybody that you will hear that type of is self-interest if it comes from any of the professions, uh, we should be moving with more authority for dentists. We should be moving with more authority for pharmacists also quite frankly, for midwives, etc. The public needs access. That is the priority today, improving access so people have a smoother experience in times of health, which is immunization, and in times of illness, which is the case of uh, other medications and lab tests.
0: Well, Doris, I want to thank you for filling us in on this, and I wish you the best of luck with the consultation wrapping up and you guys getting your added powers.
1: Thank you so much.
0: Have a great day. Doris Grinspin is president of the Ontario Nurses Association. There may some ch- be some changes going on. Hey, look, at it, it, it makes a lot of sense. If it's going to speed things up for me and we're just talking about an antibiotic that I would be uh, get the sign off from the doctor with anyways, eh, I'm all for it.